get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongalant.ca. Someone just asked me a very easy question. They asked me, what is the secret to happiness? You know, something like a question that's very specific. I love these types of questions. It's like a question that's been haunting mankind since the dawn of time. And, and people ask it all the time. But the irony is, it's the asking that causes the problem. Because the asking is coming from the mind and coming from the inability to receive or accept the suffering that is driving the question. If we know that the mind is a prison, or at least it can be, and it can also be a tool to be used in many situations in your life, but we know that the mind is not the source of happiness. When you try to use the mind for happiness, it doesn't work. When you use it to tie your shoes, it works great. But the mind questions. It figures things out. But try figuring out existence. How do you figure that out? How do you figure something out that just is? It's like an unsolvable question, right? And when you ask yourself unsolvable questions, you create suffering. It creates this vicious loop. And really all the question is, is a grand distraction from you just accepting here as it is. So when someone asks, what is the secret to happiness? A great answer is, I don't know. Because the knowing and everything, the, the information, it's, it's all in the mind, right? You don't have to know. We always talk about returning here, right? One thing I know for sure is that if you want to know something intimately, you will never know it more than when you become it. And in order to become something new, you must let go of the old, the old ego, the old mind, the old point of view or source of perception. Now the stubborn survival side of us believes that our point of view is us. It's, it's me. It's who I am. That's what makes me different than this person over here. It's, it's my point of view, right? But when you realize that point of view is negotiable, it changes throughout your life. Just like your clothes. It's not really a big deal to let go of a present point of view to fall back into the unknown the not knowing, the abstract, falling back into that which is 
not understandable or comprehensible to you or the present mind that you have right now. I believe there are a few scriptures that talk about this, that you cannot truly understand the word God, like what that really means. Some people say it's another fancy word for the intelligence and the infinite through which it threads. How can our mind understand that when most of us have trouble with big numbers? <laughs> a zillion billion, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> a lot of us have trouble with big numbers. I mean, so when you get into infinity, it only stands to reason that the mind will have a limitation in its understanding. And this is good because when you realize the limitation of your understanding, you start to search beyond your level of understanding or at least let go of your present point of view. You could say that the mind is a bunch of choices, ways that you choose to perceive things based on leaps of logic that you have made throughout your history. But that is not where your fulfillment is. So in the search for fulfillment and happiness, it isn't like you're walking upon a path. Some people say it's a lot like not searching at all. It's just letting go of the previous games of the mind and the ego that caused you to reject that which is. That which is already here if you just allow yourself to melt into it. The realization that the divine has always been with you and is always with you is tremendously powerful. It has been with you for so long that you have forgotten that it's there. It's like sitting in cold water and at some point your body adjusts to the cold water and you can sit in that water for hours and hours on end and it doesn't even feel like you are in water anymore because your temperature and the temperature of the water start to match. There starts to be this harmony between the two. So imagine if something has been with you for so long that because there is no contrast between you and the divine that you have lost touch with that. You have falsely assumed that you are disconnected.
You see, I'm not connecting you to the divine. I'm pointing you to the fact that you are already connected and that your assumptions that you're disconnected have been the cause of your suffering. This is pretty profound stuff. It was very profound to me when I realized it. This is a very Shiva-esque teaching, I could say. Because Shiva is the great awareness. When your awareness expands, when you're here, and your awareness naturally unfolds like a flower, you realize that everything you need is here. Everything for fulfillment is here. The battles of life externally will go on. Things will happen. But for fulfillment, everything you need is here. The divine is here. Sometimes the practice of shifting your point of view subtly can also help. Such as in the practice of perceiving things which happen to you differently. Such as the experience of the air around you, the sunshine, the wind, realizing that the divine is speaking at all times through all of it. And allowing yourself to receive these things as divine works instead of just stuff happening. This can assist with opening your heart to this moment, bringing the heart into this moment. Fulfillment has to do a lot with self-mastery. But not in a slave program, it's more in letting go of the slave programs, the ways in which you have forced yourself to perceive reality a certain way, the way of suffering. And every one program that you let go of more truth and wisdom will be revealed to you. All that you seek is always with you. This is the secret to happiness. I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey.
Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.